Hello everybody, welcome back to another edition of The Weekly Pop. I'm Kevin Schwaller, a news editor here at The Vidette, and I'm joined here with... Emma Sasek, the editor-in-chief at The Vidette. So before we dive into our usual weekly shenanigans, this podcast is sponsored by Turnberry Square Apartments, who is now pre-leasing two-bedroom apartments at $750 and three-bedroom apartments at $950. On top of being so close to campus and their low prices, you can also live rent-free for one month. Just mention you heard this podcast and your application fee will be waived. Call 309-829-0460 or email turnberrysquare at comcast.net for more info. Make sure to stop by for a visit and tour the property of Turnberry Square Apartments. So last night the SAG Awards were on. Yes, they were. And Kevin and I have both a lot and very little to say. Yes, we do. Uh, So we saw quite possibly everything coming. This is the most boring and terrible award season. (laughs) Um, We saw wins from Frances McDormand, from Gary Oldman, from Sam Rockwell, and from Allison Janney, who have won every single thing in the past two award shows now. Mm-hmm. While the beginning at the beginning when like the it was a smaller film critic ones, always, those were all over the place. Yeah, it was always Timothy, Sersha, someone, someone, someone whatever. Someone. Yeah, it was <laughs> sometimes Lori, sometimes Allison. Right, and now since then it's just been the same exact thing, and we are just very disappointed with it. But also, at least we know our Oscar ballots are going to be 100% correct this yes, year. Yes, they will. <laughs> yes, they will. No, um, speaking of, let's go into those a little later. Yes. The only good thing about this award season is Nicole Kidman's continuous wins for Big Little Lies. And just Big Little Lies in general. Exactly. Yeah, no, from since the Emmys up until now, it's so funny how much less I care about that nomination because it, it went from being, oh my gosh, can I get it to sitting on my phone and then them being Nicole Kim and Big Little Lies. And I'm like, all right, okay, I can look up now because it's, you know, right. Similar thing happened last year with Sarah Paulson and American Crime Story. But like everyone was like, yay, we love her. Finally, she's getting these awards. So Mm. same thing. Um, I... The other thing I was really happy about last night was Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Veep winning. Yes, yes. Again, TV has been doing slightly better than <laughs> yes. movies. It's just been a... It was a very lackluster night. Yeah. Speaking of lackluster, <laughs> um, we went to the movies this past weekend and saw The Phantom Thread, starring Daniel Day-Lewis, directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, and again, the word for me to describe it is lackluster. Mm-hmm. The movie itself is very beautiful. Beautiful yeah. production, beautiful music, everything was great fine acting in that from sense. both of them. Yeah, just the overall movie was not good. So we started off like a month ago when we saw the trailers. We were just like, oh, okay, well this doesn't look too appealing based on the trailer. Then like a few days before we went and saw it, we started reading some reviews and people were comparing it to Mother, as everybody knows we love, mm-hmm. and The Beguiled. Mm-hmm. And we were both just like, okay, great, this is gonna be. We're we're super stoked for this, but then. Yeah. <laughs> but if anything, we were a little distracted while we were watching the movie because mm-hmm. we went to Ovation and we ordered so much food. So the entire time we were just focused on that. We were way more focused on the food. But to be fair, to be play devil's advocate, we weren't missing anything in the movie. No, we were not. So it was a war between, oh, I'm going to miss this by waiting for my pie or only wanting my pie, and then realizing, oh, I'm not missing a single thing. I no. went to the bathroom, actually, at the very beginning. I was like, I'm not going to miss anything. <laughs> Little did I know I was right. You were very, very <laughs> right. And then, yeah, I mean, we're great multitaskers, so... We paid attention to everything. And the pie was amazing. And the fries. Fries. And the quesadilla. Wow. 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 Yeah, so that's kind of... It's going to definitely be nominated for a couple of Oscars for the for the aesthetics of the movie, um, which I guess it does deserve, but for overall we weren't super fans of yeah. Phantom Thread. And everyone's praising it. It's Daniel Day-Lewis's last role. Mm-hmm. Go out with a bang, but I feel like 
nine that was wasn't, a better I bang. Like, I feel like that wasn't the bang to go out with. The bang. But speaking of Oscars, um, the nominations are coming out tomorrow. And so while we are super let down by quite literally everything, we are still ecstatic because it this is the is Oscars. This is prime time. Yes. Um, so we want to do super final, this is it, Oscar nomination predictions. Um, we kind of wrote down our own lists. And yeah, let's go into it for mm-hmm. best picture. Uh, what do you got? Okay. So just off the top of my head, based on everything that we've seen so far, <laughs> I have Shape of Water, Call Me By Your Name, Lady Bird, The Post, I, Tanya, Get Out, Three Billboards, Dunkirk, The Florida Project, and The Big Sick. I have the same exact list. And moving on. <laughs> and that is that. For a director, I have Guillermo del Toro for A Shape of Water, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, Jordan Peele for Get Out, Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, and Martin McDonough for Three Billboards. This is a little controversial because we differ on this one. Ooh. <laughs> but um, I switched out Jordan Peele for Luca Guadagnino, who directed Call Me By Your Name. Um, but again, it's one or the other. It's going to be a... Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, I only kept Jordan because he got some Director's Guild steam, and I think that's pretty big for the Oscars. But to be fair, I'd rather have Luca more than half of this list. In our dream world, it would be Jordan, Greta, and Luca. Sounds good to me. And that's Just it. be the Oscars in general this year is just those three in their films. Absolutely. Uh, speaking <laughs> of uh, Luca, let's go into more Call Me By Your Name love with Best Actor. I have Timothy Chalamet, Gary Oldman, Daniel Kaluuya, James Franco, and Daniel Day-Lewis. What about you? Um, I have Gary, BFF Timmy, (laughs) Daniel Day-Lewis, Daniel Kaluuya, and then I swapped out James Franco for Tom Hanks. We saw that last weekend, and we we loved his performance. Oh, he was the best part of the post, hands down. And so, I mean, and we also talked last time how some Academy voters were kind of regretting voting for James Franco, especially after the sexual abuse and misconduct allegations came out from him. So, I don't know, maybe, but... The only reason I don't have Tom Hanks on here and I still have James Franco is because, as I said, <laughs> I am very pessimistic about everything. So, That's But right. t- it, Tom Hanks is the best part of the post to me, and I think he definitely did steal that movie and does deserve an Oscar nomination for it, mm-hmm. as does Meryl. So we're going to move into our best ladies. Sounds good. So I definitely have Meryl Streep, uh, Frances McDormand, Saoirse Ronan, Margot Robbie, and Sally Hawkins. Surprise, surprise. It's the same exact list. (laughs) 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 Should include Jennifer Lawrence, her mother, but she's too busy getting a Razzie nomination. And that is a whole different scandal and controversy, especially after the nation's most trusted podcast, (laughs) Weekly Pop, brought Mm -hmm. to you by Kevin Schaller and Emma Sasek, named her the best performance of 2017, and the Razzies go ahead and do this right behind our backs. Doesn't make any sense. As well as the Golden Globes, Critics' Choice, SAG Awards, and possibly Oscars. But... Here's looking at you guys. (laughs) So for supporting actress, I have Alison Janney, Laurie Metcalf, ISO alumna, (laughs) uh, Holly Hunter, Mary J. Blige, and Octavia Spencer. And I have the same exact list. Tiffany Haddish should be on this list, but again, we live in a very dark world. That's right. That's why we love the New York film critics and the LA Choice film societies they they were putting her on their list they she were. was winning she was winning and i just told you like 30 minutes before this podcast started that she's one of the oscar mm. announcers for tomorrow so they love her enough to make her a announcer but apparently not enough to give her that nom they love her enough to put her in that video too but not enough to give her a nom huh 
going into supporting <laughs> actor, um, I have Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards, Army Hammer for Call Me By Your Name, Willem Dafoe for The Florida Project, Richard Jenkins, who is an Illinois Wesleyan University graduate oh, for right. The Shape of Water, mm-hmm. and Christopher Palmer for All the Money in the World. So I have the first four are the same for me. Um, I'm split between Woody Harrelson or Michael Stuhlberg, and Woody's in Three Billboards, and Michael is in Call Me By Your Name and like every other movie yes, <laughs> this absolutely. year. And yeah, I, I don't really know how they're going to go with that one. That yeah, one's I, only like kept, the... I only kept Christopher just because of the Golden Globes. They nominated him, and also because of the little controversy with all of the money in the world with uh, Mark Wahlberg and with Michelle Williams, who should also be on all of these lists. But yet again, <laughs> it's a dark world, guys. <laughs> We're living in dark times. <laughs> yeah, no, I would love to see Michael Stuhlberg for Call Me by Your Name. I'd like to see every award for Call Me by Your Name, but <laughs> we keep going back to the same theme. <laughs> Here's the theme of this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, no, but speaking of calling by your name, I have that as my number one. I have that for the winner of adapted screenplay. As do I. It's really up against Molly's Game and Disaster Artists, and just there's no chance that Call Me by Your Name will not a get nominated and b win. Mm-hmm. And for original screenplay, I really only care about Lady Bird and Get Out. So and I do too. I'd love to see the Big Sick thrown in there. Oh, too. absolutely. Yes, absolutely. But. Again. <laughs> Can't live in a perfect world. <laughs> One category we have been very up in arms about since March has been best song, because we've been hoping that Beauty and the Beast will get some love in that department. And as of now, we think it made it. We think it made it from March to January. We think Evermore, sung by Dan Stevens and Josh Groban, will get an Oscar nomination. After months of terrible anxiety. <laughs> After months of losing my hair. Absolutely. Um, we are very ecstatic hopefully (laughs) i i mean yeah that's really the one thing that will if i see at least one nomination for beauty and the beast tomorrow morning i don't care about anything else absolutely because everything else is going to be as we said but this is the only thing i need yes on top of evermore i have this is me from the greatest showman remember me from coco and mystery of love from call me by your name and then i have the same four and then i also included stand up from marshall just to round out the five nom but I do think Beauty and the Beast will get more than one nomination. I think it's going to be a toss-up between Beauty and the Beast and Phantom Thread for costume design. I don't have the willpower or energy to make a full list for this. No, I really don't either. Both have been getting a lot of hype for their respected costumes and the designing of them. Hence costume design. Huh. <laughs> Who would have thought? Funny how that category came about. Um, but I'm looking forward to another nom for Beauty and the Beast. And also for production design. I think those two will be the top two for production as well. Absolutely. Especially since... like. Months ago, they, the Academy, because I subscribe to Academy uh, press releases because I can, and why <laughs> wouldn't I? They announced that Beauty and the Beast wasn't in like the top 10 in the running for visual effects, right. which I thought would be like its front, like the front runner for it. That'd be surefire. Because that whole movie is visual effects. The entire movie is Emma Watson talking to things that aren't there. <laughs> Another reason why she should be in our best actress list, too. Huh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so after that slap in the face, I was I I immediately turned on this award season. Absolutely. And for good reason. But yes, I do think it's costume and production design. Um, category chances are very good. <sighs> Just don't let me down. Please, Academy, if you're listening, don't let me down. I also think Coco not only has a nomination but will win for animated oh, feature. Yeah. But it uh, it is up against Loving Vincent, which was co-created by an ISU alum. That's right. And also starring Saoirse Ronan. 
So this and this Bloomington area is just full of os- potential Oscar winners. Absolutely, and we're going to try to talk to as many as we can. Yes, <laughs> and you're going to give us those Oscars as well. Thank you. <laughs> At least I'll just hold them, right? Yeah, just give me a picture. That's yeah, all I need. that's fine. I don't care. So <laughs> anything else for what you expect for tomorrow? Uh, no, I just think, you know, while it's predictable and exhausting and repetitive as this award season is, um, at the same time, it is, you know, our time to shine. It's what we've been looking for for the past several months and what we've been talking about for the past several months on the Weekly Pop. And tomorrow is our, the big reveal basically for us. It's Christmas morning. It is Christmas morning. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to flood all my social media accounts with the nominations as you are too. Yeah. (laughs) So... I'm excited. So really, regardless of what happens tomorrow, this is our favorite time of year. Yes, it is. We are in our prime. Yes, we are. And we are so happy to talk about the Oscars for the next month and a half and month spam and everybody with it. Next seven years at that. <laughs> Perfect with me. So don't forget to check out Turnberry Square Apartments, located at 304 Turnberry Drive in Bloomington. Turnberry offers a great housing community close to campus with unbeatable prices. Mention you heard this podcast and your application fee will be waived. Make sure to call 309-829-0460 or visit turnberrybloomington.com for more info. So join us again here next week where we'll finally discuss the Oscar nominations and maybe we'll see if there are some surprises thrown in there. Only one way to find out. (laughs) For Weekly Pop, I'm Emma Sassett. And I'm Kevin Schwaller.